And we're continuing the series of Let's Be Real. And today's title is I'm a Sheep. I'm a Sheep. Before we do that, it's been really (laughs) interesting last night and this morning. um, I've been getting uh, text messages with photos and Facebook and all the different things of people going on vacation. And uh, some are in in Mexico, and some are in Florida, and some are in Alabama, and, you know, all the different places. And and then Jack and Lisa, uh, they are actually running in the mud run with the Marines today. And uh, so I got a picture of them standing by some tanks and, and different things this morning. But what's really amazing, because we're a family, most every one of the people who sent messages to me last night or this morning, said, Pastor, we're not going to be there. We're on vacation. And I say, praise the Lord, because there are times we need to not get away. We don't need to get away. We need to be led. And uh, if you're trying to get away, what's happening is you're not being led because your stress is getting you. So you're led to go on vacation. You're led to do the things that you do. And we need to do that. But most of them said to me, that we are praying. Matter of fact, um, I got one picture and, uh, on email, and it was the family on their knees like this, said, we're praying for you and, and the church family today. And uh, so I responded back, sure you are. You're on the beach. What do you... So, but anyways, you know, I got real spiritual with them, by the way. So, <laughs> John chapter 10, keep turning to that. As you're turning, we understand we have the ability of a double portion life. We are learning how to walk in this. Not only that it is something that has been given to us through grace and mercy, it is also something that we can learn how to walk in this, what it's called a covenant promise, that God made a covenant with us and he promised us this double portion life and lifestyle. So as the blessings begin to overtake you because of the revelation of this in every area of your life, what we have understood, that we must hear God for direction. To have this amazing double portion, for us to just walk in the wisdom of man, you're never going to receive the fullness of what God's promised you. So what we understand now in Let's Be Real is that we need to really hear God. We need to hear God in every aspect of our life. So let's get real and understand that we are sheep. And we must hear our shepherd. But let's begin with a question today. What is the main difference between a believer in Christ and a non-believer? Let me give you the answer. A believer has a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and an unbeliever does not. Say, Pastor, well, I knew that. That's nothing new. But follow me as I'm, I'm opening this mentality up to you and getting you on the same page with me, with my thought, with my studies, and what I believe the Holy Spirit wants me to share with you today. It's hard for me to believe the personal relationship with Jesus does not include communication. How many Christians today don't hear God or believe that He's not talking, He's not speaking? Yet, in today's day, in many, many places, 
there is a theological thought or thoughts or persuasions that God doesn't speak anymore. Church services, everything that is bottom line, the doctrines say that God does not speak to you anymore. And I want to say to you, that's a 100% lie. To me, I think that way of thinking is crazy. I know I'm using huge words here. It's crazy to think that, that God doesn't speak. Think think of it this way, that God spoke for 4,000 years. We We have record of him speaking to person after person in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Now all of a sudden, after the first century, and many believe this, God got laryngitis and stopped talking. God doesn't talk to you. So the last 1,900 years, God doesn't communicate. And I want to tell you again this large word that's crazy. So what I'm going to do today and next week in regarding fathers, let's take this a step further regarding your relationship with God. We have learned that we have a double portion. We learn that we are now the first son. We have that inheritance of double portion. Every one of us who are born again. So if you are seeking God for a new job, and an unbeliever will gather facts to make a good decision. You and an unbeliever will be gathering facts. What type of job is it? You know, where are my gifts? What do I do? What am I good at? What am I not good at? What can I do? And you begin to sell yourself for a job. The difference is because you have a personal relationship with God, you will ask him, God, what his will is, and he can lead you. See, in my life, I don't make decisions because it looks good. In my life, I don't make decisions because it feels good. I make decisions because God speaks, and I hear, and I follow him. Wouldn't you rather, let me say it this way, wouldn't you rather make a decision based on God's knowledge than only on yours? But again, because of not understanding that God speaks, and not understanding this great ability we have as sons of God. Now, we talked about sons and daughters, but as sons of God, that we have this double portion. The reality is that many don't think God speaks. If you have a a thought that God doesn't speak anymore, I want to be real and say, I feel sorry for you. Because we serve a loving, gracious kind God that loves you more than you will ever know on this earth. And he's talking to you out of that character. He is speaking to you and he is saying, you are my son and this is what I have already foreseen for you. This is what I have for you. I set this up before the foundation of this earth, Ephesians chapter 1. 
tells us that. So I'm not meaning to be condescending to anyone here, but what I want to say to you is that we have a personal relationship with someone and to think that he never speaks to you, imagine that type of relationship. That you have a relationship that there is no communication whatsoever. So let me give you a truth. Hearing God is not something you do, it is someone you are. And God created that. You are a human being created to hear God. Bless you. I didn't know if that was a sneeze or a blessing of the Lord. (laughs) Hearing God is not something you do. It is someone you are. God created you to hear him. This is who you are, a sheep. So turn to your neighbor and say, I'm a sheep. Turn to your other neighbor and say, I'm glad you don't smell like one. (laughs) You ever been on a sheep farm? So in the book of John, chapter 10, Jesus is contrasting himself as the good shepherd with a thief or robber who is Satan. Let's read this. Verse 1. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Watch verse 3. To him, the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. This does not say, sense his impressions. Feel he's there. Says he hears his voice. I'm blown away that people think God doesn't speak. You have a double portion to be a blessing to others. And to be that blessing to others, you must hear God. You have this abundance to succeed in God's kingdom, and God doesn't speak to you. You have an ability to take kingdom blessings and the things of God and to be able to give it away, be able to minister and touch lives and transform lives, and God doesn't speak to you. Scripture just told us that his sheep hear his voice. Again, hello, sheep. Well, a lot of people say, well, pastor, we have his word, so he doesn't need to get personal. Let's read verse 3 again. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. He calls his sheep by name. That's personal. He knows your name. 
He knows you. He knows your gift. He knows everything about you. Most of us say, oh, no. But he knows you, and he loves you because he sees you through the blood of Jesus Christ. If you're not born again, today's the day. Receive him. And you will begin to hear this loving, kind, and gracious, and merciful God talking to you and leading and guide you in the midst of your joys and the midst of your trials because he is the God that he is. Verse 4. Well, let me just say this to you. The, the connotation in the Greek in this verse 3 and leads them out, in essence, the leading them out brings an understanding. He takes who you were created to be and he allows you to be a blessing to others. What we call, this is a year of outreach. It allows you to be the man, the woman, the first son, the double portion blessing to be able to hear him be led of God and do things for the kingdom of God that will not only transform those outside your family, but also inside your family. Wherever you go, where, whatever you are, you are a blessing. You are something special. Not that you've been perfect. Not that you didn't make mistakes. That's what the blood of Jesus Christ and confession of our sins is all about. That's what repentance is all about. Repentance is doing a 180. It is turning around and changing and doing something different. So you have this abundance to succeed in God's kingdom. And again, God doesn't speak to you. Let's read verse 4 again. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. For they know his voice. Not only you hear it, but you know it. Next week, I'm going to explain to you a little bit about sheep. I'm going to give you some stories about sheep. We're going to learn about what sheep do. Why would God use the terminology sheep? Is because when we understand and know his voice, we know him. It's intimate. There's intimacy there, and we can do things for the kingdom of God. And I want to tell you, no matter where you're at, what's going on in your life, some of you are thinking, you know, I've given up on this section of my life. I want to tell you, you grab that section again. Hear God and let him transform it. Are you with me? So to prove to you this is talking about Jesus, drop down to verse 11. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives us life for the sheep. Look at verse 16. Talking to the Jews, speaking of the Gentiles. Some people say, well, you know, back then he's talking about the Jews, not the Gentiles. I'm a Gentile, so it's not for me. I'm not a sheep. Well, let's just, I'm just telling you, you know, it's like, like Pastor Dan said, you get on blogs and you start listening to this stuff. It's ridiculous. And other sheep, speaking of Gentiles, I have which are not of this fold. What was the fold? Jews. Them also, Gentiles, I must bring. Jesus talking. And they will hear my voice. If you're, not a, if you're a Jew, you already know. If you're a Gentile, now you know. This is for you. You can hear. 
And you know what that is? When you become born again. It's very interesting that I, that I did um, an ancestry uh, regarding me, you know, who I am, I've heard from family, well, we're French or we're German or whatever, and and uh, have a German name, or it could be French, Clouseau, Klaus, all the different things. Well, I found out that basically we're more German than anything. And uh, then also in that, they said it was a small percentage of Jewish. So I just looked at that and I said, oh, okay, all right. And of course, my wife got spiritual with me, started quoting scripture to me, whether you're Jew or Gentile, so anyways. I got a good life. So what we find out from this is I am a sheep, and because I am, I can hear God. How can you hear God? You're born again, okay? And now you're, you're a sheep. Because you were a sheep, not because you're perfect, not because you have everything together, because you're a sheep, you hear God. Because you are a sheep, God's voice is intimate to you. You know it. Okay? So with that, you have to get out of that mentality of the enemy saying, you know, well, you know, I, if I was as spiritual as so-and-so, and if I was, you know, blah, 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 you know, people talk about, then, you know, I could hear God. I'm just telling you what God is saying in a very simple way. When you become born again, you become a sheep, double portion blessing, you become a sheep, and you hear his voice. You're created, recreated to hear his voice. Say, Pastor, well, you know, I, I kind of figured that, but I just want to tell you there are many instances in our lives today that we are making decisions and we have no clue because we don't go with the understanding of a blessing. I hear God's voice. God, what are you saying to me? Amen. Well, I'm going to help you with that. So then verse 16 continued, and there will be one flock and one shepherd, Jew and Gentile. So it's for all of us. To make it really clear, verse 27 says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Amen. So the question is, Jesus a shepherd and are you following him? Then let me just say it. Then you're a sheep. Now, I'll tell you the main reason why I believe it, because all these statements were written, written in red ink. No, just kidding. For some of you who don't know, red is when Jesus is... No, never mind. And also, on all these blogs, I don't care what Dr. Fuzzy Face says. And I'm just telling you, I'm being very real to you. That's why the Lord gave me this title of this series, Let's Be Real. Because I look at these things and I look at how special you are, how anointed you are, how, how amazing your gifts are, and how many instances we are defeated because we don't think we can do these things because we've messed it up, we've done things wrong, or we've tried it and no one liked me and, and I hate the church, I hate this, I hate that. And we walk around in all this frustration instead of just clearing it all out and just saying, I'm born again. I'm the first son. 
I live in a double portion blessing, and I'm a sheep, and I hear God's voice. Are you with me, church? So let's be real. So the Bible is clear that God's sheep hear his voice. And what I'm going to do this week and next week, I'm going to show you three things in our ability to hear God. I want to, I'm going to show you why. I'm going to show you how to step into that. And to some of you, you know, with all the things you thought, you know, and a lot of that has to do the Holy Spirit and people not understanding the Holy Spirit. That's why we have OSL. And uh, in OSL, we teach on the Holy Spirit and what the, who he is and what he does and how we can receive him and all the different things of the Holy Spirit. And it's there for us. So let's look at the first thing in our ability to hear God, that it's innate. It's innate. Means you are born with it. Or we can say, means you are born again with it. Okay? Two focuses on there. God created you in his image. Remember that thought. So when you became born again, the firstborn, you are given a spirit that hears God. Your spirit is what is regenerated. Your spirit is recreated. It is your spirit that is whole. It is your spirit that is born again. And because your spirit, the Bible says, cannot sin, it's your soulish part of your nature, then what you need to understand that it's your spirit that hears God. Literally, sheep have the ability to hear their shepherd. You and I were created in the image of God, and our God is a communicative God. Let's say this another way. You were created with the ability to hear and speak because God is a God of hearing and speaking. Amen? You know those questions you have in life right now. God is speaking. But the reason why sometimes we don't hear it because we don't think we're good enough to hear it or spiritual enough to hear it. And I want to tell you, you're just a sheep. And sheep hear the shepherd. Now, the things that we're going to learn is that we can, we can learn about this. We can grow in this. We can be, uh, as a terminology, more sensitive to the things of God in telling our soul to sit down and shut up and our spirit to listen to God. When I tell you the soul to sit down and be quiet, your soul is always alive. Let me just tell you this. Your soul is always talking too. Isn't it? How many times today are you going to hear, I'm tired. I'm frustrated with so-and-so. I don't like this. I don't like this. I, 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 I. That's your soul. Just telling you. And what you have to do is your spirit, let's get real, has to finally turn around and say, would you just be quiet? Listen to the shepherd. Because he's speaking. Well, I don't know if I can hear him. I don't know what he's saying. I'm confused. Quiet. Amen. <laughs> let's get real. So let's say it another way. You were created with the ability to hear and speak because God is a God of hearing and speaking. Why would God create you with the ability to communicate in his image 
and then not communicate with you. You were created in the image of God. Let's sound spiritual. Why would he not communicate to you if he's a communicative God? He is a speaking spirit, Scripture talks about. You have the ability of intimacy with God. You have the ability to get deep with humans and God with intimacy. Now, let me just give you a, um, how many of you love animals? Yeah. Should I ask a question? How many of you love animals more than humans? No. <laughs> Ever watch a Disney Channel? You know, or Discovery or anything like that? I love it, but sometimes they make animals better than humans. And sometimes it might be true. I, I, I watch this program. And in this program, you know, I, I love the ocean. I love to see all the different fish and whales and sharks. And how many of you like uh, Shark Week and all the different things? You watch that. Okay. That's awesome stuff. And to be able to see that. I usually turn the sound off because I don't want to listen to their junk. But I, I, I watch the program. So this, this guy's sitting in a room all day with headphones on listening to whales. After a few hours, the announcer, the person doing the program, interviewer asked, what is he saying? First of all, I'd look over to the guy and say, how do I know? You know, but anyways, the guy says, oh, he's very lonely. You could just see millions of people going, oh. You know, let me just tell you the truth of that program. That guy with the headphones on, he's lonely. <laughs> I think he needs to get out of the room and communicate with humans. So let me show you that really animals don't communicate like us. So to prove you that to that, let me, I've, I've done this before, but get your dog and sit him in front of you. Lean over and watch that little tail just go, right? Just give you that look, and you just give that look. Now, tell you how communication just does not work with animals. Is you lean over, and it's looking at you, wagging the tail, and just say, you are the stupidest, <laughs> most ugly dog I've ever seen. Right? Right? Okay. Well, see, we can sit and watch a Discovery Channel and believe some dude with headphones on didn't see the pot behind him. But anyways, with headphones on and saying, oh, he's lonely. I'd like to go in there. If I was the interviewer, I'd say, well, what's he saying? You know, I mean, it's like, really? You ever wonder why dogs bark at night? Anybody have a neighbor have a dog that barks at night? Yeah. And you know what they do? 
barking, 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 and you're laying in bed. So you go to your door, you open up the door, and you say, shut up, dog! And the dog immediately stops and says, my bad, sorry. (laughs) And the moment you say, shut up, dog, then the other neighbor dog starts barking too. And you look over there. You know what that dog is saying? (laughs) Help him. Help him. You know, we look at this, we can believe a story about an animal, what they're saying, what they're doing, what they're thinking, and we can't even believe that we are sheep and God speaks to us. We can't even understand that God is saying things to us that is so intimate, so real, so loving, so caring, and at times corrective. Corrective. If you know sheep, they correct real easy. You almost have to look at them wrong with sheep because they know the shepherd's voice. They know the character of their shepherd. Now, I love animals, but animals have a level of communication. But animals were not created in the image of God. But you were. You were. Let me, let me just bring it out in, into a place where I think some of us need to hear this, being real. You have come to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You have confessed him as Lord and Savior. You have believed that he is the Christ. You have walked and seen things that you knew never could have happened without God. But you've also experienced the (laughs) of the enemy that is always going after you, always accusing you, always saying things to you. And the reality is you have attributed that to your ability or inability of hearing your God. And intimacy has gone away because you've attributed hurt and struggle and how many of you ever made a mistake? I need to raise my both hands, feet, toes, fingers in your life. And you've made these mistakes and because of the result of these mistakes, You're running around trying to feel good. You're running around trying to find a place where, you know, safe place. You're trying to find all these things that make you feel good. And I'm just telling you that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you in such a tender way. Tender way. And saying, I just want you to know I'm proud of you. I love you for who you are. Your past is the past. Let's move on. Hear my voice and follow me. One of my mentors and spiritual fathers and man that I love dearly today impacted my life is uh, Pastor William Bradford, Jr. 
And he used to always say statements like this, today's the first day of the rest of your life. And I just want you, let's be real, I just want you to just today, no matter how spiritual you've been, no matter how much you hear God, no matter how much you know about this, I want you today to begin fresh and to really realize today is really an amazing day that God is speaking to me and he's not speaking to me with harshness, with anger, with unpleasantness, with all these things that we experience in the world, but he's speaking to me because he knows everything. He knows what the enemy's trying to do. He knows the tricks of the enemy. He knows it all. You are his sheep, and you hear his voice. You were created in the image of a speaking God, and he created you with the ability to hear him. Our God is the good shepherd, and his sheep hear his voice. You are born again with the ability to hear from your God. Now let's just step into the second point. And I'm not going to explain it fully to you. But I'm giving you this because I want you to recognize the steps we need to take in our near future and our future. I would like for especially all the men, next week we celebrate Father's Day. Physical fathers, spiritual fathers, fathers. And we're going to celebrate you next week, and we're going to honor you, and we're going to bless you. We're going to speak to you in, in specific ways. My second point regarding hearing his voice is that it's learned. It's learned. Now, I'm not confusing you. We first found out it's innate, that it's in us, our spirit. But now we have to learn how to do this. We have to learn how to become this. When I said to you that, that you know, this, this hearing is not, is not doing, it is becoming, is how we begin to experience the hearing, speaking God, we need to understand his character. We need to understand our character. And if our character needs to get corrected, if things need to be corrected, we need to do it. It's learning how to do this. Many people make decisions based on soul emotion, expecting God to put a kiss of blessing on it. And what we need to do is we need to hear God, learn how to hear and the learning is applying it in our life. Even though it's innate, means you have the ability, it's a learning process. A perfect example is children are to be taught. They need to be taught words. They need to be taught sounds. They need to be taught grammar and language. What to say, <laughs> this is probably the best thing you can teach your kids, and when to say it. <laughs> Amen? 
One of my greatest fears was my kids would walk up and say something, you know. So you learn. You learned as a parent quickly. What you say at home will be said outside the home by your kids. They learn in the ability to hear God. When you are teaching your children, you are teaching them how to hear God. Uh, you know, we, we lose that focus. I re, I've read so many books on parenting, and I would say to you about 3% of these books talk about when you're train your, training your kids in the way they should go, Scripture, you know, these words will not, you know, will not go far from them. But the point that I'm saying to you is that what God is saying to you and me is this. We need to think deeper into everything because we have the ability of hearing God. And when we're training our children, the focus is not just to hear us and, quote, obey, but is to hear God and obey. Amen? You following that? Your grandchildren, same thing. To hear God and obey. In today's society, because of expense and, praise God, work is getting better, the reality is, is we, everyone has to work. Parents have to work. And because of that, a lot of grandparents are watching their children. And when you are trying to teach them things, it's got to be further than just hearing you. Because just hearing you and obeying is wonderful, and it's good. But when they grow up and they hear God and obey, it can change the world. Let me just say this, and then we'll close. Why do youth from 18 to 25, in many instances, stop going to church? The answer is because they've only been taught to hear the adults in their life, not to hear God. And at 18, they become not confused as in ignorant or anything like that because they're very intelligent. Young people today are the smartest people I've ever known. But the reality is, is from 18 to 25, they're trying to figure out how to hear God. And because all of that heard before, they're trying to be independent and, and become that adult, which they should be. But now when they become independent, now they're stepping as peers or equal with those that were authority that helped them stay in line. And now there's no one there to lovingly, caringly take care of them. So parents today, grandparents today, take my word, start today, and you can transform lives. So they learn in the ability to hear God. When you are born again, you now speak and listen from your spirit. When you learn how to hear and talk from your soul. I'm going to say it again. When you are born again, you now speak and listen from your spirit when before you learn how to hear and talk from your soul. It is a relearning. So when you become born again, you are a sheep and you hear God's voice, 
But now you have to relearn how to hear what he's saying. Because now you're hearing from your spirit that was dead and never heard before. Amen? So you're going to differentiate. Here we go again. That undivided heart. Here we go again. When it's divided and your soul rules, you're not hearing God. You're hearing flesh. Let's all stand.